Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Welcome to episode 58 of With Heart and Wonder. And this week, it's actually kind of special. It's the podcast's two-year anniversary. I know that this last year, I was going through some health issues, and, and the podcast wasn't always at the top of my list um, in the sense that episodes weren't always coming out super regularly. But I have to say that this podcast still means so much to my heart. And whether this is your first episode that you're tuning into or you've been here for dozens, um, it means so much to me. And I am just so grateful that we get to share this space together. So thank you for being a part of the journey of With Heart and Wonder. If you feel like celebrating with me this week and you have an extra few moments, it would really mean the world to me if you went on over to Apple Podcasts and took a moment to leave a review. I know it sounds like kind of a silly and unnecessary thing, but leaving a review is one of the best ways that you can support podcasts. And it also is a really great way to help other listeners and even future guests get a feel for what this show is all about. Now, let's get to today's episode. So I'm doing something kind of new this week and I'm really excited about it. In two years of this podcast, I haven't actually ever had on a current student to talk about their experience. And today we have someone joining us from the Radical Rest Rhythms community, which is the program that I run. Um, it's an incredible community of people coming together to celebrate the transformative power of rest and to find their own rest rhythms in a world where there is such an obsession with doing more and achieving more, we hold space for one another to just be. So today we've got Ashley Cruz joining us. She is such a special human being and you're going to hear all about how this episode came to be. But one of the things we really dive into in this episode is Ashley's journey through Radical Rest Rhythms as well as this special session that I offered called the Uncover Your Rest Personality Session. Um, is Ashley's journey making time for rest in and amidst her deep desire to be of service to others. Let's jump in. Welcome Ashley to the podcast. I I'm so excited to have you here. I, I like had a little pause there because I was trying to describe just how excited I was um, and the words just weren't coming, but my heart is very full and I was telling you, so everyone is going to hear more about the kind of how this episode came to be as we go through it, but um, Ashley is a part of our Radical Rest Rhythms community and she joined this past fall and as part of everyone who joined we did these got this bonus session this uncover your rest personality session 
And Ashley and I did ours um, kind of right before the holidays and had such a potent, powerful conversation. When we finished the conversation, I was thinking like, wow, we need to bring this to the podcast and talk more about it. And one of the reasons that I so deeply wanted to do this is because I feel like you are, first of all, a magical human being, um, and you represent so many of the qualities that um, so many of the people I get to work with represent. And we'll talk more about that, all of those like amazing qualities. Um, uh, I'm really, truly so lucky that I get to work with people who um, tend to be really highly motivated, deeply caring, community-focused leaders, and it's a joy to get to work with these people. Um, But there also are some challenges, especially when it comes to rest, and I know we're going to talk about that today. Before I go any further, can you just give us a little bit of an introduction to you? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm equally excited to be here. (laughs) And yeah, I always love the, you know, introduce yourself question, because I never know where to start, because I I do so many things, and I love so many things that, uh, yeah, no, it's always an interesting question. It comes out a little differently every time. But I mean, I can definitely start with the usual, you know, I am an event planner. That's what I do for a living. And it is also what I am passionate about. Uh, It's a very demanding stressful job but those of us in the profession we just we we love it right we love creating experiences for others so much that you know sometimes we forget about ourselves a little bit and I I know that'll come up later but yeah I'm, I'm passionate about community really more so than just the term events it's really community for me that's why I got into it and uh I spend a lot of time doing that in my full-time work, in my business, in various volunteer opportunities that I take part in. It's usually community and events in some capacity. And what is really interesting about your work, I think, is that it is about bringing people together and having these experiential um, moments of community but really with this attention to um, transformation. And I, I'll use that word because I think it is both like that personal transformation about like health and well-being um, is like such a part of, of you and your focus, as well as social justice and the intersection between the two, which I think is so cool. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And that's, you know, more recent for me that I've really discovered this passion and, and niche of mine for sure. And it, it comes with its challenges of, of balance. Yeah. But it's really where my passions lie. And it's figuring all that out on a on a personal journey of my own as well as to to bring it to the collective. Okay. And so I know a lot of there's so many things coming up for me already that I want to talk about, but let's start with this. Uh you joined Radical Rest Rhythms. Um in the the last, when the last cohort doors opened up, which was um, in August of 2021. I'm already forgetting the years, (laughs) in 2021. Um, And it was kind of this cute little neat story that you shared with me at the time when you joined. Um, So can you bring us back there to what actually, like what was going on at that moment in time for you that led you to, you know, join a course that's all about rest? Um, and, And can you also share this little story with us of how you even learned about the program? Yeah, so I mean, my story is unfortunately one of burnout 
uh, multiple times, burnout after burnout, lots of adrenal fatigue kind of in there beginning and, and ending. So yeah, I, I mean, the funny story is that I had a friend who knows that that's my struggle um, with breast and, and burnout and just things like that, overwhelm. So she sent me this in August, 2020. <laughs> and now this was right after a big bout of burnout that I had in that summer, kind of, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, March, 2020, I was just go, 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 trying to do all these things. I put on these two free virtual wellness retreats, like just anything to try to, again, help the collective. But then I burnt myself out in the process of doing that. So in that time, at the end of summer, I guess it would have been August, my friend sent me the link to your um, masterclass that you did that was kind of introing the program, right? And gonna watch it go watch it just never got around to it it sat at the bottom of my email for an entire year I kid you not it just sat there and I would see it from time to time and I think it was a compassionate approach to rest it was called so it was just it was kind of in my subconscious for an entire year and then finally this summer after another you know just wildly busy summer on the verge of burnout again, or perhaps already burnt out. I don't even know how to tell anymore. Uh, I saw it and I was like, all right, I'll just click on it, take a peek. You know, I think the replay was supposed to be up for 48 hours or something, but I clicked on it and like, it was still there. So I watched it and I just resonated so deeply with everything that you had to share. And then I realized, cause I was already on your website. I'm like, Oh, the doors are opening again. Like it was literally like a year. To exactly. The from the time. That yeah. It was the same weekend that it opened from one year to yeah, another. Yeah. yeah. So I think that week I actually, you had your live one again to promote like the, the 2021. So I attended live, but I'd already signed up by that point, yeah. I think, or of the morning of. So it's just, it's really funny, you know, taking a step back and really looking at how that came full circle. And, you know, my true belief is that it was meant to be, and maybe not in 2020, I wasn't ready for it, but 2021, it was like, all right, I, I need this. I need to learn how to rest because clearly this is a skill that I do not have. And I think that's the case for so many of us. So I try not to be too hard on myself about it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I needed some of this medicine. But I, what I love about, I mean, I love so many parts of that story, but I, I love even just the visual of it, like sitting in your inbox for a year as this like little nudge and reminder. And, um, and that in itself can be powerful, you know? Uh, but then I love that, that it's an example and I, I love that you're able to like laugh about it because I think that is the best approach. But like we often do put things off that we know, like, you know, like we, we you, you said, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I wanted to watch it, you know, and I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And that is absolutely something we do. And I think it actually is um, it really the more I've gotten to know you over the last few months, I think it does in a way it's a kind of like a metaphor for how it speaks to your story in that your in your journey with rest, um, one of the biggest, you're, you're someone who already knows about the benefits. I know that you are like deeply ingrained in wellness communities and, and you yourself have done all sorts of training and education when it comes to wellness. And yet you already talked about like sometimes there's that tension and that pull between being of service to others and caring for yourself and and that there's an imbalance that happens there and so it's not that you don't know about the power of a lot of the practices that are already inside of the program but it's more the challenges creating space 
And that became one of the major themes that I kind of walked away from our best personality session with, though there were definitely others too. But one of the big things I walked away from that with was was this conversation that we had around the importance of creating space. Um, so let's, I'm gonna just, so everyone knows like what we're talking about. I'm gonna briefly tell them what what was the rest personality session, what happened? Um, and, and maybe you can tell them what your experience was like. And then we can dive into some of the themes that came up. Because like I said, I think when, when we finished our conversation, I just went like, wow, like this was so reflective of of the experiences of so many people that I know. And I think a lot, um, a lot of people that listen to this podcast can and definitely identify with, with some of these experiences. So these rest, the rest personality session, basically what happened was I really wanted to create a space and kind of try something new, um, to create a space to take everything that's in the program. And and the program is deep and rich and filled with all sorts of online modules and community gatherings. And, um, but there wasn't a part of the program that was one-on-one and I wanted to offer a chance for people to come together one-on-one with me and for us to really personalize everything in the program to their specific personality. Um, because as much as like tools like, like breathing and restorative yoga and mindfulness exercises, they're absolutely beneficial. And I deeply believe that there's like a flavor of all of those that can work for anyone. But sometimes we need some fine tuning on finding the flavor that is actually going to meet us where we're at. Um, And the type of breathing exercise or the type of mindfulness exercise um, for one person might look really different than what another person needs. Um, And so that was kind of the idea behind this session. And what we did in this session was was it was meant to kind of like take someone there was a survey that everyone did ahead of time and um so that I could get a feel for their personality and we used human design and a little bit of the Enneagram to kind of uncover um what an approach to rest would look like for each person so that's what I'll say about that (laughs) so maybe I'll stop there and why not before we kind of go any further, why don't you tell us your experience of the session, Ashley? Yeah, I mean, I loved the session. It just blew my mind in so many ways and took, you know, I'm still processing it in some ways and getting new insights from it, which is saying a lot. <laughs> That's how deep that it went. So yeah, I mean, I loved going through my human design. I definitely knew, like, I knew a little bit about human design beforehand. I knew I was a generator. I knew kind of generally what that meant, but this went so deep and from the perspective of like, well, really how I approach everything, but then how I approach rest. Right. So yeah, yeah, it was just really interesting. And I mean, right on the first page, like you identified my obstacles and I don't even know, I think that came mostly from the survey, right? Like you were able to pick out so much of, what I wasn't even able to say myself, right? And yet reading it, I was like, oh, like you just pinpointed everything that I struggle with, but then throughout the session gave me, you know, tools to to actually overcome them. So it was just a really interesting, I mean, yeah, you, you as you know, I've done a lot of kind of different types of coaching sessions and, you know, personal development all over the place, especially as it relates to self-care and rest. But this was just so different from anything I have done before in the best of ways. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's 
It's so lovely to hear you say that because it, they were so fun for me to do. And I know you know this and, and this will be kind of coming out in the coming weeks and months, but I had so much fun doing these sessions um, that I'm going to turn it into actually like a personalized, um, a personal retreat day for people where we're kind of walking through just like Ashley did the process with the survey ahead of time, um, the session where we walk through um human design and personality and then also the follow-up report but we're going to combine that with movement and journaling and a whole little like delicious nourishing uh retreat but i love that it felt like it kind of inspired you in a different way one of the reasons that i was kind of really called to offer something like this was to like create a space for us to like sit in our differences in terms of like, what is unique about me? Like what is unique about my strengths, but also unique in terms of what rest needs to look like for me? Because I think one of the reasons that we all struggle with rest so much, there is of course, and we could have whole conversations about all of the, um, the kind of the dominant cultural language around rest and how that relates to capitalism and sexism and like all like whole conversations about that but there also is this element of like we don't know what feels good for us and we've lost touch with what actually meets us where we're at and sometimes it can be daunting and hard to explore that on our own and I actually think that's why we struggle so much with space and why we tend to fill it because we are kind of afraid to feel into it or to like be in any sort of discomfort so when and I know this is um like this is something you shared in in our session Ashley and this is something like people say all the time that is like sometimes like we clear our schedule or, or we like set aside a free weekend and then we fill it and like because we're like we do we it's I think there's something about us that is a little bit like nervous and scared so the idea with the session was like how can we like create like a foundation and find tools that feel really good based on personality and I I don't want to talk too much more because I feel like I'm blabbing on here, but I did want to share um, because we have not talked about human design on the podcast before, and I will not go into too much detail on it today because it's a very rich and complex system, but the reason why I picked human design as like an entry point for thinking about rest, um, A, is because I think it's a cool system and it is, for those that know nothing about it, it is um, a, a rich kind of system that uses one's birthday in order to um, to think about energy. And if so the way that I talk about it is if other personality things like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs are kind of talking a little bit more about your why, um, especially the Enneagram, human design is really the how like how is your energy like what is giving you energy what is depleting you of energy um and so and it's it's like some people are familiar with it but in many ways it's kind of more newly becoming popular um but i think it's like it offers us a really interesting conversation when it comes to rest because it's about our energy like what is giving us energy and what is taking energy away now I'm curious, like when it comes to your energy, Ashley, coming out of our session, like what were like some of, and I know that 
like you've got this big report with all these things and I know you've shared that so much of it resonated. Um, but like, were there some things that like were just really big takeaways for you that you didn't even have to look at the report, but like themes that kind of came up or things that you, those like aha light bulb moments that came up that you realized about yourself? I mean, I remember going through this with you and like every section of the human design, every center, I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, that resonates so much. Like you're literally describing me, right? So I think that's what was so cool about it because obviously there's like only so many combinations that you can have and like if centers are open or closed or whatever, but at the same time, just the way that it worked out for me, all Mm -hmm. The individual components as well as the combination of them just described me to a T, which is the whole point, right? Of course it did because this stuff works. So yeah, it was just, it was really interesting seeing like why I have this tendency towards burnout, why I have, you know, all this momentum of energy and it can be difficult to stop, uh, why like I put so much energy into community and why I care so much because there's certain forces at play there, right? So it was just, it. I think it was validating more than anything. Like it really validated the things that I either consciously knew about myself or maybe not so consciously knew it really validated that and what I love is that there was no like good or bad or right or wrong it was just kind of a this is what is therefore this is why there might be some parts that are more difficult but then here are some ways how do we work with exactly work with it instead of against it I think was kind of the huge epiphany for me of instead of climbing you know up this never-ending hill it was like oh okay now that I know this about myself (laughs) I can really work with it and turn it into a strength (laughs) totally exactly yeah and and it's about that mindfulness right and like you like we all I so believe this so deeply like we all have um like innate gifts and innate things that are harder for us like for me it's patience I have so like like there's other things too but like one of the things that like most people in my life will say that I need to work on is patience um and so like there's other stuff of course but like for me, like patience is definitely like a thing that I'm going to be in relationship with for my life. And there's questions about like, how do I do that in ways that are going to be most gentle and compassionate and self-supportive? And I feel like for you, some of the like, one of the the themes that really kind of came up was inside of you like a deep desire to be of service um to other people um can you tell us a little bit about that and that part of you yeah it's it's an interesting one because it's something that i know like on the surface and maybe i didn't realize it went so deep or that it was just like an innate you know makeup of who i am but yeah it was like every part of it kind of went back to that (laughs) didn't it Mm -hmm. which again was very validating and i think it explains like why i do what i do why i've chosen to specialize in the areas that i have being you know health and wellness as well as social justice because of my deep desire to not only serve, but like make an impact towards, you know, the greater good and actually affect change. And it's such a driver of everything that I do, which is such a beautiful thing. And also explains why sometimes I can maybe go a little too far in that and Mm -hmm. kind of forget about myself as an individual and, and what my own needs might be. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, it's always balancing, right? Like you talked about, like, self-care and community care and the two absolutely can work together and can support each other 
And sometimes we might also go more in one direction than the other. Um, and I know that especially as you've been moving through burnout and, and in this last season of your life, like there's been a lot of emphasis on pouring your gifts into the communities that you're a part of and maybe a little bit less time and space for pouring your energy into yourself. And I, what, what did that look like for you? Like, like I'm, you, you mentioned burnout, but, um, it's always so powerful for people to, I always get the most messages whenever there's a guest on the podcast that's sharing kind of like the stories of like what that lack of rest meant in their lives and, and them being able to see themselves in, in what a guest shares. Like, what did that look like for you to be putting your energy outward? Like what were the repercussions of that in your life? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the first thing that gets sacrificed every time is my sleep. Right. So yeah. I, I'm not even joking. There are days because I work full time as well that I was on my computer from, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning till 2, 3, 4 a.m. the next day. And like, I wish that was an exaggeration and it's not. And it's not it's something that I'm you know, embarrassed to admit because I do preach wellness and self-care for others, but I need yeah. to, you know, take my own medicine from time to time and, and always. So, yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of late nights, a lot of just working straight through the day, sitting here for, you know, 12 plus hours, all these, you know, very not sustainable practices, which is why I burnt out multiple times, but it's hard because when you're in it, like all those hours was me doing my things for my various communities, whether it was my full-time job and events, whether it was my business, whether it was new causes that were coming to me over these last, you know, two-ish years of the pandemic that I was so passionate about. So I'd be asked to, you know, take on various opportunities, either from my business, like sponsoring something or just straight up volunteering for something. And I would do it hours and hours on end. And I would know that I was out of balance, but at the same time, not really know how to like get out of it. Cause mm -hmm. once you commit to something, especially when it's a good cause, like it's really hard when you're in the middle of it to be like, yeah, I need to take a step back and take care of myself. And again, yeah. this is something that, you know, I, I share for others so that they don't do the same thing. But I've, I've often found when I'm in my burnout, I am not walking that walk. Right. And that's when <laughs> I really need to create some space. And that's the hardest time to do it. Well, and we all have like a beautiful gift of rationalizing, right? Like I, like we all um, have these incredible brains. And one of the ways that we use our brains often is to rationalize like our behavior and to come up with whether it's like, oh, it's just for right now. It's only for a few weeks or whether it's like, um, oh, like I'll, I'll, I'll do this, um, but but then someone else can take over or, you know, whatever we say, or this is so important. Like I'll make, I'll break the rules just this once. Like we, but then if we're not careful, we can get stuck in these cycles where we're always rationalizing. Right. And I know that when, when we had our session together and you were sharing, um, the different volunteer committees you were on and you, you were, um, of like a board of directors and like the different the the work things you were doing the volunteer committees at work like it was a huge list of things and when we were having the conversation like well what does Ashley really want and it is 
tricky, I think, when we're in a space in life where we're trying to call in something new and a new desire, but when there's no room for that thing to emerge. And whether that is something around rest or creation or like the next step of a project like that we're we're looking to cultivate, like if there's no room for that thing, like how is that going to happen, you know? And so one of the things that that we spoke about was this idea of like sitting with the question like what can I shed and within you you already knew that there were some things that had deeply served you in in a season of life but that it was time to like take a step back from in order to create space for the new to emerge you already knew like I didn't even have to tell you like reflect back what I heard like you already knew the things that it was time to let go of and oftentimes we already do right and but it's it's um but there's we come up with that rationalization and I think the other thing that really shone bright in our session um and like I said is is true so many of the people that I work with is is that I have this gift of that I get to work with so many people. There are a lot of very driven, go-getting people with big dreams, big hearts, and so much compassion. But that because they are, they care so much and they tend to be really good at what they do, um, people are always piling on more work, you know? And so they tend to identify as like the people, whether it's on volunteer committees or at work or in family dynamics, but who are always being given things. And so that takes up space too. And I wanted to kind of check in with you. Now it's been like, over a month since we had this conversation. Like how has this idea of like trying to like shed and carve out a little bit more space for you been going? Because I don't think it's an easy task, um, but, but but how has that been for you? Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting to kind of see the small changes that I've been making already. Obviously the last two weeks I had, you know, my holiday break, which was just wonderful. <laughs> And I really didn't do much of anything, right? And I was Good okay with that. Like I ignored email. I mean, I had an out of office on and all that, but like actually ignored it. Cause usually when the out of office is on, I'm still peaking, right? But just yeah. letting myself have a break. Cause if there's any time of the year, that's like a really great time. I mean, every time's a great time, but especially the time when everybody's kind of supposed to be doing the same thing and the world's kind of resting for a minute. I chose to take that time for me very seriously this year, more seriously than any other year uh, ever before. So I'm really proud of that. And yeah, boundaries for me has been a great place to start and just little ones. Cause even now, you know, it's January where we're revving up for the year and all that, but still I've been finding like, okay, you know what? I can't get that done this week. It's going to have to happen next week. Or, you know, I'm not going to answer that text at 10 PM or whatever it is. There's just certain things that I was doing before that I know full well were leading to my burnout, but now I'm like, all right, things are going to be different this year. And I mean it. Right. So it's really started with boundaries for me because within those boundaries, I can find the space, right. When I'm not yeah. answering texts at 10 PM, it's like, okay, I can actually read a book and be well rested and go to sleep at a good time and fall asleep. Right. Cause that's like a, it's a whole cycle right there. That's its whole own conversation. So yeah, that's really where I've started is like, okay, like you said, everybody's always asking me to do all the things. Right. And I don't think yeah. that's, inherently bad. I mean, it makes me feel valued. It makes me like, I appreciate all these opportunities, but like, 
finally coming to that realization that I can't do it all. Like nobody can and that that's okay. It's not a personal failing. And even if you could do it all, and this is one of the things that we talked about, like when it comes to cycles of depletion and and energizing, like the, the things that are going to feel good for you are the things that feel aligned with your heart. And even though there are things that you might be very competent and capable of doing, like there is a boundary there too, right? And like the ability to like, protect your good feelingness through like protect the filling of your cup by even though you have the capacity and I think this is where a lot of us get tripped up especially people who are deeply caring and compassionate is we think just because we have the capacity to do something that that means we have to do it instead of actually taking ownership of like no like I'm going to do the things that I really want to do right now, you know, like, like not because I owe anyone anything or does that resonate with you? Yeah. Capacity is something I think about a lot because I am realizing like I actually am at capacity, right? Like I can't take on any more or I'm just going to have a repeat of last year and like I can't, (laughs) I can't have that. So it very much is realizing like when I'm at capacity and then also kind of like what you were talking about earlier, like if I have a free Saturday to just like do whatever I want, that that's actually okay. And I don't have to fill it. Right. Like, cause I can yeah. rest or I can have fun or whatever that looks like. It doesn't always have to be work, 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 serve, 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 which is a huge thing that I've had to unlearn in my life. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for sharing so much about your journey. Um, And I think for all of us, this, like, there is a lot to unlearn when it comes to celebrating rest in a culture that is so obsessed with productivity and efficiency and linear growth. Um, And I'm really grateful for you being so honest and real about the things where there is change happening and the things that still feel like sticky and challenging. Um, and I wonder as we kind of weave our way towards the end of this conversation, is there anything on your heart that you feel like sharing or anything maybe that you've learned about rest in the last little while that feels like it might be something someone else needs to hear? Yeah. I mean, I think, even when it comes to rest, like those perfectionist tendencies can come into play, right? Or where it has to look yes. a certain way, and like be at a certain time, it has to have all the right pillows or candles or whatever it is that mainstream culture says is rest or self-care, right? And if it's not that, you're not doing it right and, and all of those things. And I know that that has played a part in my life, right? Instead of just like you said, meeting myself where I'm at. So that has been another thing that I've been working on where like, even if I am just reading, you know, they say like read 10 pages of a book every day or or whatever. So even if it's just the 10, because I like to read more, or maybe it's just five, but that is still a starting point to like really do something for me that isn't some task that has some output for someone else, right? Which even saying it that way, still I'm working through that, right? Because well, to me that's serving, but sometimes it can go too far. Right. So yeah, I think that's what 
has really been coming up for me and in other conversations this week too is like this tendency of perfectionism whether it's within that you know output action type work that we do or it's actually within our own personal practices it can really creep in there and then discourage us so i'm really trying to have more of an open mind <laughs> with this stuff and not it's not an excuse to slack that's not what i'm saying it's not an excuse to be well it was only five minutes of reading so like that's just gonna be it but it is permission to kind of start somewhere and it might not look perfect and that's okay because what what is perfect anyway <laughs> that sounds stressful <laughs> that doesn't sound restful to me <laughs> Absolutely. This idea, I think, of like softening it all and softening our expectations. And that was actually the podcast episode last week that was released was really about those like external goals and how we want to like quantify them and like make them really firm. Um, But this invitation, what I shared in last week's episode, this invitation of like, how can we instead think about just like creating a container of space and like you said your Saturdays or um or it could be for instance having a bath but like not filling that necessarily with like you know being on our phone or listening to podcasts or having to read but letting ourselves just like be and meeting ourselves with what would feel good in that moment um so yeah it's it's such a journey and it is a journey that I think is never ending but one where we can keep coming back to our heart and keep coming back to how we can be with ourselves with compassion and um you so beautifully shared earlier in this conversation but like celebrate the parts of us that are incredible and like be aware of the parts of us that we might need more support amen to that (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up for today it's just it's one of those funny things where there's so much in the conversation right and everything is connected to the next thing of like learning to rest and creating space and, and giving yourself grace within that so yeah my mind's going a mile a minute but uh i'm I really enjoyed this conversation today. Thank you so much for being here with us and for being such an incredible member of our Radical Rest Rhythm community. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks so much for being here for today's episode. If you are feeling super jazzed about some of the things that Ashley and I were talking about today, I want to invite you to come check out Radical Rest Rhythms. It is filled with the most amazing people, just like Ashley. Um, It's truly a group um, that I feel so lucky to get to serve. And the next cohort is starting up at the end of this month, so at the end of January 2022. We're gonna be starting up again, and you can get all the information by getting yourself on the wait list at meganjohnston.com slash radical rest. So M-E-G-H-A-N, Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N dot com slash radical rest. Until we meet again, keep living with heart and wonder. <laughs>